Episode 77, Why Move When You Feel Stuck? Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified triathlon life and weight coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlons. I'm here to assist you in helping you gain a stronger body and mind. And I'm excited to help you discover your healthy self. Let's go. Hello, everyone. How's it going? I'm excited to be here, share a few thoughts with you. Before I get into this, I really want to thank everyone for reaching out to me after my race report came out. Just, just, I feel so blessed and so grateful. And seriously, like all of you that have commented and people, even that might have not even known beforehand and have commented, I know have commented to me. I know that those, I felt that on the race and I feel so much support and so much love and I channel that in and I think about that and that matters. So know that your comments matter to me and it just, um, I always say like, you know, it's a microcosm for life, but it's just a really condensed version of how our life is. But, you know, and I've said this in other times, but to, to come out and know all the people that are cheering for you and supporting for you, supporting you is just such an awesome thing. And sometimes we don't realize that sometimes we don't, you know, get that chance to notice that, but I would be so ungrateful if I didn't say thank you because I get that chance to notice it when I race and people are so kind and so thoughtful and um, just led me through the whole thing, all the ups and downs of racing. And I got this message from one of my friends. Um, she said, you're amazing. So proud of you. Not even for the sixth place finish, which is so impressive, but for your dedicated heart and your desire to share strength with everyone around you. And that really hit me because I feel like there's truth to that in the way that like, that is why I've obviously it hit me at my heartstrings and hit me again as I was reading it again. Um, that that is why, you know, first of all, like for my own self, you know, that is one of the reasons that I race is to find the strength within me and to connect with myself and understand the depth I have. But because of that, um, is that I see that others have this and maybe, which we'll talk about later in this topic today or the thing we're going to talk about, but sometimes we have this, but maybe we don't even know how to tap into that. And I feel like, um, that is why I started Team Elevate is so that there's a place for us to maybe remember the strengths we have, tap into the strengths we have. And I love to share the things that I've learned, the lessons I've learned. That's why I love doing my race report because there's so many things that I learn and it's just, you know, such a concentrated amount of time that then I can apply to the rest of my life. So it really sets, you know, it's that blueprint to set me up for the rest of what I'm going through in my life's journey, my life's race. But I love to share that with others because I think we can all glean from that. And I think we all have our own gifts and talents that when, once we learn them, then I think it's such a gift that we have that we can share with others to help them that maybe they have a learn that lesson or maybe they need to hear that lesson that will help them and vice versa there's other things that I learn from other people that they have their strengths and they gifts gifts and they share them and I learn from them and so I just um I really it's really important for me to 
the things that I learned, I just have felt, especially after my mom passed, that um, it is a gift that I get to share and that um, I want to share with others that it may help them. And so I really try to do the best I can to obviously continue to do that for myself so that I can be an example of what's possible, but that I can um, be a light for others, possibly in times when it's maybe not as light for them. And so that they, you know, like in sometimes the example of like a lighthouse, right? You can see the lighthouse that will give you enough, enough light to keep moving forward. And so that's really what I want to talk about today and pull myself together <laughs> obviously that really tug on my heartstrings but you if you, you listen to my podcast you know that I um I do the whole spectrum of emotions on here so hang with me <laughs> it's all good anyways but what I really want to talk about today which um I think has been such a tool and obviously I use it as a tool because we're going to talk about why movement helps when we feel stuck and yes in movement like I you know, if you listen to the race report, I did use, I was feeling a bit stuck in the swim, so to speak, where my brain um, thought I was possibly going to (laughs) die. It kept creating a story over and over again that I was going to die. But the good news is, is that I use movement as a way as my arms and my legs kicking and moving to keep going forward. But I'm going to talk about that in like a bigger perspective today and talk about how that all fits together. And I really want to talk about how we use that tool in our daily lives to keep moving when we get stuck. So I think it's so fun to examine. I like to look at movement in a different way than most people look at it. And we're going to talk about movement. as It can just be different levels as far as movement, you know, even if it's just getting up and moving to a different room. If it's getting up and walking outside to get fresh air, if it's getting up, walking around the block, or if it's running a mile or whatever it is, it's just movement with the body. And I want to talk about how important that is. And, um... I think we all can do some sort of movement and that I'm going to show you how this fits together and how it can help us get unstuck. But let's just back it up a tiny bit and talk about, you know, when we say we feel stuck, what do we really mean by that? Like what are, you know, what are the words stuck? What are we really meaning? And it's usually that we have, we're feeling an emotion, right? So a a lot of the emotions that if we pause and be like, what, you know, what am I feeling right now? Which we don't usually when we're stuck, (laughs) we just keep thinking all these different thoughts, but it's usually, you know, when we're anxious, we have fear, we have sadness, frustration, you know, even, well, I'll talk about some stories about like when I was grieving with my mom passing that deep sadness that we have, um, the overwhelm, the loneliness, that feeling of just not adequate, not good enough, you know, not lovable, embarrassed, humiliated, all those feelings that help that we're feeling stuck, then I want us to just kind of go there. And any of the times we felt any of those, we can probably tap into that and realize there was times when we were sitting there and we just keep thinking over and over again, our, the story that we've created on that. And at the time we don't think it's a story. So not to take it lightly, it's just that we have all these thoughts that we're thinking that, um, they keep, we keep thinking one thought that, you know, like a domino will trigger another thought, which will trigger another thought. And at this point, when we start dominoing these different thoughts, it starts 
creating this um, story and is what our brain will do when we have these thoughts, you know, like, so say that we're anxious and we have a lot to do and our brain just keeps seeing all the things we have to do. And it starts, we start, um, you know, your heart starts beating faster and you feel that anxiety come on. Then you, your brain, you're like, oh my gosh, I have all this to do. And then your brain just starts finding the evidence for you to show you all the things you have to do, which that reinforces to you in your head, that belief and makes it get louder and louder and you believe those thoughts so they become so loud that we believe them even though again they're just thoughts in our head and our brain is pulling up all this like file or evidence of all the ways that that could be true in our head and so we believe it more so we just sit there and we we continue to ruminate over and over again and so when this happens, this can be hard to get out of this, just the spinning cycle, right? A thought that goes to the next thought and then all the evidence is coming up. And we, we, at this point, believe that this is all very true. It feels very true in our head and these beliefs feel very strong and we're really attached to them. And so, you know, how, as fun as it would be to just think a positive thought, which which people kind of get confused sometimes because in our team elevate, we do teach about the model, how you do have to change your thinking to start to feel a different feeling. But at this point, sometimes when we're just, we're stuck and just spinning around and around. This is what I, I love that I'm going to share this with you because I found this study from a Harvard study that they put out and they said, Sometimes when we're in this spin, right, and we're in this, all these, like that depression or that fear or that anxiety or all that is really strong and it's really heavy and it feels like we can't get out of it. And it's just like they offer this backdoor approach and this backdoor approach is movement. And so you just have to, they just say, you just have to, you know, if if you're sitting there, you're spinning wherever you're at, you move to some, some way you move, you walk around you. Like I said, you, you move outside, whatever that is, you go and walk with a friend, you find, um, you walk by yourself, but you get this movement going inside of your body. And this helps us before we can just try to re change our thoughts. Right. And, is way it helps us is there's different ways, but um, one of the ways is it distracts us. So we just, we're thinking, 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 and we're not moving, right? Our brain is just spinning and we just take, we just say, get up, right? A thought just like, get up, just move, right? Whatever that, just that quick thought is that we can just know that we're going to talk about this a little bit, how that can be a tool is just get up get moving, do something, right? We go to another room, we do this, that movement and that change, that distraction that starts changing, our brain has to have a different thought, right? It has to be distracted and can have a different avenue to think in that moment. So it, it can't be like ruminating about all the things. And so it has to think about movement. It has to think about getting our body up, right? So we do that. And then from there, we can decide once we're up and moving, if we're like, oh, I'm just going to go outside and get some fresh, I'm going to do something. But we've, we have that distraction enough that it gets us out of the spin and it could be momentarily if we just do it you know for a moment but here's the thing they said that if you start you know you get up and you say just move just do something even if it's just a few minutes but that's enough to get the um the stress hormone that cortisol out of our brain so that stress hormone can clear a little and it also starts pulling in those good feel good hormones which is the serotonin the norepinephrine all those things start um 
we, we start filling those and then we can get to a mental clarity. And so that's how it's the backdoor approach, because then we can tap into this prefrontal cortex, because when we're spinning and we're saying stuck or spinning, using those words together, it's that um, it's just a lot of the same tracks that we had. I call them soundtracks or thoughts that we've had in our head that our brain just can readily get to and it'll just offer all these thoughts to us so when we start feeling sad or we start feeling anxious or feel overwhelmed then these thoughts that have because we've had a lot of overwhelm in our life right or anxiety or sadness or humiliation it just pulls all these thoughts that we've had and it's so easy to get to that we just we just if we don't redirect we just believe that and when we're we're spinning we're not redirecting right we're just letting our brain kind of run and run amok in our head And so the backdoor approach gets us up in movement and it can tap us into a new thinking, into that brain that's not habitual. It can help us see clarity of like, what, is this true? Is this, is this really something I need to believe? Is there parts of it that are true, parts that aren't true? And we have a little more clarity. And then as we're, the, the, all of our hormones are getting all settled around, right? Then we tap into our brain. Then we see things that way that we want to. And this is the part we get, is that we get we get a forward motion, right? Instead of when we're spinning, right? If we were just to spin and spin and spin in a circle, <laughs> we want to stop the spin and get a forward motion. And that's the backdoor approach is just, just say, get up, move somewhere, right? And then we can start directing in the way that we want to. We can be intentional with our thinking. And so I love this so much. And I love that it really does, you know, physically speaking, it really does help with our hormones and all that moving. And then we start seeing how the body and the mind work together. They start working together as a team. So then our body's moving and our mind can be at a place where it can think clear. And then the, we can have the body start, or we can have the mind start sending the thoughts that will help us continue to move. So then it becomes a teamwork instead of, you know, sitting doing nothing and our brain just spinning, then we're almost working against each other. So I love to look at it that way. And I think it's super important for us to just start seeing the effects that it can have, how that that is the gift that we're given, right, is that movement can help us. And so I want to share two different stories with you and experience that I had to maybe illustrate this a little better, but it was in 2019, September. Yeah. And in our, in our church, we do these things called firesides, which is just, um, a get together and where someone speaks and they share, you know, so you have a speaker and they share their thoughts and this was for youth. So we were all together and, um, it's the parents and the youth and they go. And so hang with me as I tell you the story, but we had a speaker get up and he was sharing about, um, a way like a tool that you could use. And he was saying that it's a tool that when we, as he was talking to the youth, if they were, you know, looking, they started looking at pornography or if they started thinking, you know, they were somewhere and there's maybe possibly going to be drugs offered or um, they were tempted to do something or their brain just started thinking, you know, their mind started thinking about stuff they didn't want to. He just said, here's a trick, move. He's like, you know, move rooms, you know, move situations, just get up and like, just move your body and go to somewhere else. And the reason why I'm sharing that with you is because that when I was at that fireside, um, that's the night I got the phone call that my mom 
like that would, this would be like the end, you know, for her, like this would be the beginning of the end. And it was just a few days later that she went to the coma and passed away. But it was so that, that fireside that he was talking to youth about, I remembered his words so much that when I got to my dad's house and then, you know, hence my mom passed away and we were in, we began the healing process. I remember talking to him about this and I was like saying to him that, this is so awesome because not only for youth when they're in, you know, the things they struggle with and the things we struggle with, but just to move when our mind and our brain started spinning or it was leading us in the direction where maybe didn't, we didn't have direction and we were just spinning around and just to get up and move, how helpful it would be. And we're two years into this process and me and my dad, which he's super cute, he's probably listening right now. We talk about this all the time is just that like when we start getting, you know, like we are still healing from grief and we get into like a deeper sadness and we just both get up and move like he'll go out and walk or he'll do something like that or for me when I get there I just go and take my dog for a walk or I just go outside and get fresh air or um I I know that I'm feeling the sadness and I'll get on my bike and I'll just go bike around right and I can I can think about this but I have movement so I don't just have that stuck story spinning around but I have enough clarity to to find out what's true which what I want to hold on to and it just doesn't keep me in such that deep like kind of a rabbit hole where we just feel like we can't get out and so that has been so so important to me and I shared with my dad and he said how important it is for him that he just moves in those times we can still feel you know we feel those different emotions but we can feel them at not such the depth where we feel like we're stuck or that it's going to destroy us or that we can't handle it right so we can I love to think that I can still feel the sadness. I can still feel, you know, overwhelmed and admit that it's there. But I know that I have enough clarity to know that it's not going to take me out, right? (laughs) That I can't handle it. That I know that I'll be able to handle it and I can see it from a different way. So that's the first thing. The second thing is just yesterday. I mean, I have this happen often. But I have a lot going on, which we probably all do. I have a very full life and I love it. I love that um, some things have changed with triathlons and Ironman with different where the world championship will be. And this is all happening yesterday. So all of that, trying to switch all the stuff where they're going to put it in my, my mind was spinning about that. And then with my business, I really am excited about it, but I have different ideas and I, I have to, and I love to, but I create content. So I, I need to get to a space where I have clarity so that I can create this content. So I have that. And then just with my family, my, diff, my children and my husband and trying to, you know, figure out how to do the best and manage all the stuff. And sometimes, and more so in the last couple of years, I wake up with a lot of anxiety and I just, all these things are in my head spinning around. And so, you know, I, I usually in the morning, I just get up and keep moving and I kind of robotically do stuff until yesterday, my kids went to school and I came home, all these things I had to do. And you know what I did? I just sat on my kitchen counter for a while and scrolled social media because my brain was stuck, right? I had so much going on and I was just sitting there scrolling and I don't even know what else I was doing, but sometimes I don't sit and scroll. Sometimes like I'll go eat, but I, I'm going to talk about that in a minute, but I usually, I've learned enough to know that that's, that's not definitely not the route I want. Social media feels a little bit (laughs) an upgrade from just buffering with food, right? (laughs) It's probably not, but I just knew that like, I wasn't going to get anywhere. So I just was like, okay, I'm moving. I'm out of here. And like, I'm getting on my bike. I'll go on my bike for an hour, get my work. I mean, I'm just in recovery. So I just can do whatever I want, you know, for this, this week. But I was like, I'll just go do, you know, a recovery ride and I'll be back. And I cannot even tell you like what a gift it is because just stopping with all the spinning and just, just move. I'm like, I just told myself, just move, get on your bike. 
I just got on my bike and rode and I came back. I still had all the things that I had to do, but I saw them in a different way. And it wasn't in a spinning way where I felt stuck when I was just sitting on my counter scrolling. (laughs) So I just want to share that. I mean, these are very like real to me. They helped me through my life because you know what? We are all going to have these feelings. Like we're not exempt from the feelings of sadness, humiliation, overwhelm, any of that. That's part of this life that we're in. It's part of being human. And it's part that we, I hope that we can all learn that the None of that's going away. But when we have tools and we're offered tools to get through it, that's the thing I want to do. That's why I love what I do as far as Team Elevate is because I offer the tools and then inside of here, then we learn how to work with them. We learn how to actually use them and apply them and make them functioning. Just like I have tools on my bike and I think I can use them and I try to use them. And I need someone a little more of a coach to help me. So I'll try it. And then I'm like, okay. And I don't do it right. So yesterday I had to go and be like, okay, Brett, like I did this. but <laughs> And he's like, well, you got to use the right sizes of tool. <laughs> so it's always good that once we have a tool and I teach you this, you can try it. If it doesn't work, that's when we come inside Team Melvin. That's when we go and ask someone more for help, right? That's all I was like, okay, Brett, I tried this, but I need a little more assistance, right? And then we have to apply how it really works. And I watched him do it. And then I was like, okay, I think we can, I can try it again. So yes, I am definitely an advocate of using movement as a tool that is something that helps us. And a lot of times it's not necessarily what I hear from people from when we start and I start working with people. Um, a lot of the times we use like exercise or movement as almost a punishment. Like we feel like we've eaten too much food, so we have to work out, right? Or we think it's like we have to work out so we can lose weight. And, you know, I mean, there, I guess there's there's validity in all of that, but I just like to look at it. I'm like, what, does that help us want to move? Does that help us want to do that? And it doesn't usually, so I'm like, why don't we look at it away as a tool to help us, first of all, you know, just to start moving, just even, even wherever we're at, we just be like, okay, like I'm not motivated to move. Well then don't go run a marathon, right? Just move from like sitting on the couch and just go move to the next room, right? Just start small and just move in order so that your brain can have the redirect. So your brain can get a little bit of that feel good hormone, a little bit of that move that way and start seeing what that does. And then that's what I tell when I'm working with my clients. Like, we don't need to do this whole big thing. We just need to get enough that we can have a forward motion, right? That instead of stuck, we have forward motion. And that's how exercise is a gift because it helps us move forward. And I believe it's more of a mental gift for the clarity. Then, then the physical gift follows is how it strengthens us. But one of the things as a tool is it helps us see that we actually, once we start moving, we start seeing that our body can do things that we didn't really think were possible. And that's, you know, maybe a little bit down the road, but we start getting to know ourselves and getting to know what strengths we have. And that's what I really do inside Team Elevate is helping us connect with our body and our mind to really realize how we can heal thyself, how we find thy healthy self, because we start seeing that movement helps us, right? That then we want to move our body. We find, we find thoughts that actually help us. So we begin to work together. But this is the second thing that I'm going to share is that a lot of times when we get stuck, we're all guilty of this, right? And I, I, I kind of referenced this at the beginning, but sometimes when we be sitting on that counter, right, instead of scrolling is what we'll do is we'll grab for food. Right. We would get something in, in, in life coaching and inside team but we talk about it's buffering. So we don't feel good and we have all these emotions spinning. And so we grab some food. Right. Some, you know, Oreos, cookies. For me, I'd probably grab chips. <laughs> People laugh at me. They're like, you don't like cookies. I'm like, well, I really like chips or cheese and crackers or what the salty. Right. So I would grab something like that because momentarily it actually does make us feel better. You know, 
the same thing like when you start moving you get those good feeling good hormones you get those hormones really quick you get the norepinephrine that will hit you it's just this, the thing that happens with eating that's different than movement is that you eat it and after five minutes it's gone and you're still stuck right so you're stuck and you've eaten something you don't want to so you're in a net negative so that's why I want to say like it's a tool if we have movement because we just instead of like grabbing for food we just do movement right we just like move somewhere and that's the tool that will help us to get into clarity instead of realizing that we have to buffer our feelings to really quick feel good we go out and we move and we feel good and we start seeing that we can work through these emotions it helps us move through the emotions instead of just trying to bandage them with food or whatever we do and we're stuck but we can see a way to move forward still knowing that we have this and we're real but the movement gives us the clarity to move forward so that's how that helps and that's another way that it helps so I just so much I could talk about and we'll probably do other podcasts later with all these different things but I just want us to look at exercise and know our movement and know that it is a tool in our life that is now a tool in your tool belt to help us when we feel these feelings that feel overwhelming and they will feel overwhelming at times they will feel very like um massive and you know all 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 consuming and we have to know when that happens it's just like if we can just go to a thought like just move just do something right get up and switch places switch somewhere whatever thought you want to get to is just move or get up anything like that that will just help the redirect and it becomes a tool for you it becomes a way that we don't have to stay stuck because it doesn't feel good and just to feel a little better helps us and then like I always like to talk about that's the momentum and we get the momentum moving and like a little tiny snowball that starts at the top of the hill we start moving and it starts rolling faster faster and then we as as we create this over and over again then we want to move more and we see it as a gift in our life and that's what I, I hope you can use I hope you can take this and realize that movement is a gift for us that we will get stuck we will feel these emotions as part of life but we've been given a tool and a gift that when this happens we just move till we can start seeing it from a way that we have a bigger picture a bigger perspective we, you can use the part of our brain the prefrontal that will help us see things in a different way and then we can have that we can feel a little bit better and we can find some forward motion instead of a stuck motion. Let me know how it goes and I will talk to you guys all next week. All right. How would you like to be a part of a team that elevates you every time? That is what we do inside Team Elevate. It is a monthly group coaching program where we coach on topics such as weight loss, exercise, and how to be an active participant in your daily life. We also talk about relationships with ourselves and with others and how to nourish and enrich those so we can expand and broaden our perspective in life. I like to compare it to a gym, but this program is working with your body and your mind. So come inside and see what it's all about. You can join Team Elevate through CammyBanks.com or you can get on my Instagram at CammyBanksCoaching and that's Cammy with a K. Also, if you like this podcast, please follow it and share it with a friend and leave a review. And again, thank you for sharing your time with me. Bye-bye.